1: This is what heaven sounds like. We praise you, we praise. We'll see you break down every wall. We'll watch the giant.
2: stretch because I am terrified of speaking in front of everyone, so, (laughs) Um, but it says, I'm involved in each moment of your life. I've carefully mapped out every inch of your journey through this day, even though much of it may feel haphazard. Because the world is in a fallen condition, things always seem to be unraveling around the edges. Expect to find trouble in this day. At the same time, trust that my way is perfect, even in the midst of such messy imperfection. Stay conscious of me as you go through this day, remembering that I never leave your side. Let the Holy Spirit guide you step by step, protecting you from the unnecessary trials and equipping you to get through whatever must be endured. As you trudge through the sludge of the fallen world, keep your mind in heavenly places with me, Thus the light of my presence shines on you, giving you peace and joy that circumstances cannot touch. And one of the scriptures with it is uh, Isaiah, let's see, I don't remember, Isaiah 41, 13. For I hold you by your right hand, I, the Lord your God, and I say to you, don't be afraid, I am here to help you. I know I can't be the only one going through challenges this week. But what we all can do is trust in him and know that he's always with us. He's not going to forsake us. So when we sing the rest of the song, I just ask that you sing it with your whole heart.
3: I just want to make room for you to do whatever, whatever,
4: whatever, oh, I know there's some walls to be broken down still. I feel like walls have came down, but walls still need to come down. There's still an opportunity. While you have breath, there's opportunity. But right now, here in the presence of the Lord, the presence of the Lord is thick today. Break down the walls. Making the most of every opportunity. Ephesians 5. Making the most of every, every opportunity because the days are evil. And I believe we can recognize that while I was living in the world for so many years I recognized evil I recognized that I was living in evil ways I was recognizing my need for the Lord but I didn't want to let those walls down but I believe even as a Christian we can build those walls back up we've got to break them down we've got to break those walls down we've got to I think there's a The Lord's Spirit is talking to you right now. Answer that call. Answer that call. Answer that call.
3: Can we shake up?
4: I believe things need to be shaken
5: shake up. We don't need
4: to be settled down and fall into complacency. We need to let the Lord move in our lives. Let's let's let let's let the Lord move in this place like He wants to move. The Lord wants to do some things in this house today. All we've got to do is surrender.
1: Surrender your lives.
4: Surrender your hearts.
1: Surrender.
6: You guys, just lift your hands in this sanctuary tonight. Today, I'm just going to worship till tonight. Just lift your hands in this place. Let's just surrender everything to him right now. You say, Rick, it's not like me to lift. Just lift your hands. I promise you. Just lift your hands and surrender and say, God, I want all you have for me. And I want to give you all that's going on in my life. Father, in this place today, we are just lifting our hands to you, Father, in surrender in praise and worship and saying you can have everything about us, Father. The good, the bad, the ugly, Father, we just surrender it all right now, knowing that you love us, knowing, Father, like Shelly said, you don't forsake us. Father, in the good times, the bad times, the rough times, Father, the joyous times, you are right there in the middle of it. And Father, we just surrender everything to you this morning in this house. And God, we pray that your spirit continues to flow in this place as your word comes forth, Father. Lord, I'm believing right now, Father, that there are people in here that their mindset is all completely wrong. And Father, in the next next few moments, their mindset is going to change and be fixed on the things of you and your word. Lord, toxic thoughts that have been destroying some people for a long time are going to be gone today in Jesus' name. Lord, we stand on that this morning That we are going to be transformed Every thought that that has been tearing us down That has been weighing us down Is going to be changed And we are going to be able to walk in freedom today, Lord Lord, we praise you We thank you, we worship you For this moment right here, Father Where we can be in your presence And Lord, we can be as close to you as we want to be Father, it's on us You're here As we cry out to you, God We praise you in this place. We worship you right now, God. Worship you right now, Father. We thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, be with us in the rest of the service. Minister to hearts and minds today, Father. Break people free from what they're bound in right now by the enemy. In Jesus' precious name. Mighty God we serve. Mighty God. I went ahead and left the lid off the oil, because we're going to use that some more, I'm sure, here in a little bit. As God heals people. Whew. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. I, got, I was thinking, and I evaluate and discern and stuff while the worship service is going. I don't look around too much, because I'm worshiping, but I, but I hear things. And, and this morning, I think we finished in a really good spot during worship. But early on, so I heard some people start to clap and then they backed off. And I heard some people start to shout and then they, whoo. but I'm pretty sure, maybe, that, maybe I'm reading it wrong, but maybe it says, with a weak voice unto God, with a weak voice of, I'm always defeated. Or does it say, shout unto God with a voice of triumph? Right? So if just because people around you may not want to shout or clap their hands, don't worry about it. Just do it. Shout unto God with that voice of triumph. Clap your hands, all you people. Okay? You ain't going to be out of place. The rest of us are if we ain't engaged in worship, right? All right. A couple things. Uh, first-time guests Sarah, kind of hit on. Welcome everybody. If you're a first-time guest, just slip your hand up real quick as I scan right here in the front, right over here. Come back there. It's great to have you guys with us. And like she said, you are family. If you will do me a favor, first time guest, uh, I pray you're blessed already by what's been going on, but there's a card in the seat in front of you. If you'll just fill that out, turn it at the welcome desk after service. We have a gift for you and we just thank you so much for being with us at Orchardville Church today. This morning, we're going to talk about roadblocks, not Roblox, the little kids game that they're playing on the computers and stuff. But roadblocks, and some of you guys are like, I have no idea what you're talking about with roadblocks. But roadblocks, all right? And what we're going to hit on this morning, I feel like the Lord is going to really, if you will take what the Lord is giving you today, you can free yourself from some things that have wrapped you in bondage and kept you back from the purpose that God has for your life, okay? Now, we've all been driving along on a normal route before, we know exactly how long it's going to take us to get from our house to a destination when, bam, all of a sudden, there's a roadblock. Or there's something going on construction-wise, <laughs> hello, construction-wise, that really throws a wrinkle in our schedule. We don't know why it's there. It always comes at the most inopportune times. Most of the time on Orchard with blacktop, you're good to go. You might run into a tractor, not run into it, but if you're not paying attention, you will. You'll have a tractor on the road or something or combine, um, or you'll have these guys that are doing some work on the road but a lot of times these roadblocks come up and it messes up our whole schedule now you're running behind right because you have to take this detour and you end up driving on these unfamiliar roads that have big holes in them and stuff and the detour is supposed to take you back to where you're supposed to go right (laughs) hopefully how many times in our life are we taking our desired road and life seems to be going very well and suddenly there's this huge sinkhole or there's this roadblock or something that makes us stop you know we slam on the brakes and we stop and things are different now for our lives there's a lot of times when roadblocks come our way in life and you got a couple options when those come okay you can deal with the roadblock or you can take a different route So many people come to the same roadblock in their lives over and over and over again. Anybody in the house today? You deal with the same stuff over and over. You don't want to admit it right now. That's okay. But I'm praying that you admit it by the end of this message. And you come up here and you get through it. Okay? Every route they take brings them back to the same roadblock. Until they deal with a situation or problem, they will never get any further ahead in the life that God has for them. Colossians 3.2, we'll start there today. I'm going to jump around quite a bit in Scripture, but Colossians 3.2. It says, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Why does God tell us that? Why, Why did he say to set your mind on things above? Are we supposed to be thinking about heaven nonstop? I tell you, I do a lot more right now. Is that what he meant here? I was, I was looking over some things and this, this uh, neuropsychiatrist named Eric Crandall for his work on memory shows how our thoughts, even our imagination, get under our skin of our DNA and can turn certain genes on and certain genes off, changing the structure and the functions of our brains. Our brain changes moment by moment as we are thinking. Okay. 75 to 98% of mental, physical, and behavior illness is from a thought life. We take facts, we take experiences, we take events of life, tragedies in life, and we assign meaning to them with our thinking. Proverbs 23, 7 says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. And according to recent studies, scientists are discovering that the brain has the ability to reorganize throughout our entire life. You don't have to stay in that. That's what I'm telling you this morning. Our brain is neuroplastic, which means it has the ability to change. If you face the same roadblock and over and over and over, it's time to take a step back and look at what kind of thought life you're having. Nobody likes to keep going up against the same thing all the time. And facing that same thing all the time, we want change. Romans 12, 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. How many of you have experienced blocks in your life? Roadblocks. A lot of hands in here, right? It's something that stops us from our goals, that we have set for ourselves or a calling that God has placed on our life. <clears throat> an author has an end goal for a book, but sometimes along the way they get blocked and that's called writer's block, right? Writer's block is usually when too much is going on. There's stress, there's emotional pain, there's things going on in their life that literally stops the flow in that writer's life. They put their hands to their computer keyboard and nothing. I got nothing. Nothing. All they can think about is that mental garbage that is going on. And when we come up against a block in life, a roadblock in life, whatever it is, whatever it may be, we need to take the time and ask the Holy Spirit how to remove it. We have to step back and say, Holy Spirit, I'm at a point in my life where I am blocked from getting to what you have for me. This thing in my life, this thing in my mind right now, it is blocking me. How can I get it out of the way? Because you know what? God wants us to be free. Okay? He wants us to be free. John 16, 13 through 15. And again, I'm going to jump through some scriptures. However, when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you into all truth. For He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak, and He will tell you things to come. He will glorify Me, for He will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All the things that the Father has are mine. Therefore I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. One of the Holy Spirit's job is to guide us in all truth and tell us of things to come and make sure we are aware of who we are in Christ. So when the Holy Spirit is revealing truth to you, you have a choice there to listen to it or ignore it, right? Roadblocks in our life stop our vision. They stop the vision. When a writer has this emotional stress block, they, they literally can no longer see what's supposed to happen in, next in the story. What a terrible place to be as an author. I don't know how to finish this thing. It stops every thought process but whatever is going on. Their mind gets wrapped around the problem instead of the answer. James 1 21, therefore lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive the meek with meekness, the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. When a bad event happens in our life, it creates a lie that our minds attached to from the enemy. Our thoughts can become so wrapped up in that bad event right now for me, it's going back to July 11th last year. Our, our thoughts and our mind can be so wrapped up in that bad event that all we can think about is what happened over and over and over. And that's all we replay. It stops our vision and it stops our progress with God because that's what's consuming us. How do we break this cycle? How do we break the cycle of this thought process? Philippians 4.8, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, Whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. You have to choose with the leading of the Holy Spirit to bring that negative memory into your consciousness where it becomes pliable enough to actually change. This means the physical part of the memory becomes weaker, it's more vulnerable, and able to be manipulated. You then choose to replace this crushing mental thing that you have with the implanted word of God which saves your soul. A couple of you teenage guys, can you bring me that table real quick, please? That's so important, that's why we stress as pastors and, and leaders, so important to be in your word. Because this is your weapon, this is your ammunition when thoughts come to you from the enemy that you can stand on and this implanted word of God that's in your heart will come out, that's good. When the enemy tries to bring thoughts into your life, when the enemy tries to bring roadblocks into your life, this implanted word of God takes over and says, no, 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 no. That's not what God says about me. That's not the way it's going to be, enemy. That's not the way it's going to be, devil. God says this. And this is what comes out of us. I think I've done this one before, but I wanted to use it again because there's different people here. And I like illustrations. But here here we have our life. Okay? Our thought process. Our mind. Okay? Okay? This is us. We're good. Everything's fine. Life is smooth and going great. We can't always say that. (laughs) There's things that always happen in this fallen world, this broken world that mess us up. But here's what happens when we let uh, negative thoughts get into our mind and into our heart and into our life and into our family and everything else. These negative thoughts start changing the way we're seeing things. And all of a sudden, my mind is filled with all kinds of toxic things and it's dark and it's clouded because I'm struggling with something and something knocked me off the road or something came up in life that was a roadblock for me and right now I can't deal with it. So this is how I think all the time. My mind's not pure, it's not set on the things of God because my mind's focused on what I'm dealing with. And this is what our thought life is. Not just in that situation, but anything else that comes in life goes back to this and flows out in other areas of my life. It affects my family, my thought life. It affects my job. It affects my friendships with people. It affects all kinds of things when I've let these toxic thoughts come into my mind and run my life. Right? This is what it looks like. But if we have the implanted word of God and we are putting that into our life over and over and over again, the longer that you do that, the longer that you understand that God is in control, God is in my situation, God is watching out for me, I'm going to stand on his word and not believe what the enemy says to me, then I start getting this stuff out of my system and I start filling up with the things that God has for me and my thought life is the way it should be. So then when the enemy tries to bring stuff at me, I've been studying my word, I've been soaking in my word, I've been praying to the Lord, I've been keeping fellowship with him. So when stuff comes up in my life, oh, it's missing now. (laughs) You can't touch me right now because my thought life is on the things of God. And my implanted word out of his word is for my heart and for my mind and I'm going to stand on that instead of this stuff that's coming against me. Amen. Amen. That's what God has for us in his word. And and when things come up, when roadblocks come up, we don't have to be knocked down. We don't have to find a way. We don't have to do those things. We just have to stand on the word of God and understand that that thought life, that thought life is what I need to have. And those things that are in our, in our minds that are so toxic and that are, that are hurting us, they become weaker and weaker and my faith becomes stronger and stronger. As we do this daily, practicing these healthy thoughts on the Word of God, they're going to be, begin to take deep root in us until, and I'll be the first to admit, but until we get to this place where, where things come at us, when things come into our minds, we just block them and we can still stand in the Word of God and we can keep functioning and we can have, keep having the right mindset because we're staying rooted in this and who He is in our life. I can get through those things a lot better if I know this and I know who he is in me. 2 Corinthians 10, 4, 6 For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought, every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled you know the first draft for authors when they're writing something it doesn't always work our first attempt at maybe solving a problem doesn't always work and when writers get these stories down on paper they start dealing with issues and they sometimes come back around to the same problem again and again and again And in writing, there's something called uh, beta readers, and these are people the writer loves and trusts to tell them an honest opinion of the way the story is flowing and things that need changed. Now I'm about to get into something that some of you guys don't wanna have to deal with or accept from people, but are we allowing people we love and trust or our friends or our family or leadership to show us flaws in our life story? Do we allow that to happen? to point out the roadblocks and gently say to you, you need to deal with that situation. But instead, we as humans, when we have flawed thinking and, and things messed up, it's easy for us if, if I was to go, to go to somebody, say Tommy Bruns right here, and say, Tommy, man, I'm noticing some things in your life that you just need to, you need to get fixed. That's not what God has for you. Now, I know Tommy. I think he would take that from me and be okay with it. But a lot of times, people get so easily offended when we try to help them in their walk with the Lord. And, you know, If we point out flaws or mistakes, um, and some of you may be saying, well, get the plank out of your own eye. Yeah, that's a scripture too. But when you have spiritual direction and leadership from people, you should be okay with them coming to talk to you about some things they notice. Because sometimes when we're wrapped up in things, we don't even know who we are in those moments. Okay. So it's easy to grow, some people grow offended at people who want to point out flaws and mistakes in your story. And you make it, or you take it as a personal offense because a story is part of, hey, that's my heart you're talking about. Hey, that's my life you're talking about. And we get offended about it. And, and it's your time, it's your effort, it's, it's you going through it. But we shouldn't be getting all up in arms when our leaders tell us what, that we need to work on something in our hearts. It shouldn't be that way. Hebrews 13, 17, obey those who rule over you and be submissive for they watch out for your souls. I have to give an account for how I shepherd you guys. That's on me. So when I come to you and try to help you in life with some things that I I might be, hey, (laughs) we need to talk. Please, please, please take that as my pastor cares about me. My pastor cares about my soul. My pastor cares about what I'm going through right now, and he wants to help me get through it. Don't take offense to it. I'm doing it in love. It's the same thing with your kids. You're going to let your kids run wild and do whatever they want to? No, you're going to discipline them. You're going to help them. So when they grow up, they'll be somebody that's following the Lord and that's giving a positive to the society. Right? Right? After these beta readers give a writer their input, it's up to the writer to change the story. They could literally dump all their advice and and do it their their way only. I'm not going to listen to you. Even though the instructions they get from their, their beta readers help the story tremendously. And again, every single one of us has to make a choice to change. We may think my father was like this or my mom was like this. I'm doomed to be this way. I'm doomed to have this thought life. I'm doomed to go through the same things that they did. But the DNA for that failure may be living in you. But until you choose to unzip it and let it out, it doesn't have to. Right? It may run in your family, but by the power of the Holy Spirit and God's imparted word, you can stand up and say, it stops right here with me. You don't have to continue on in it just because it was always that way for other family members before you. God has given us free will. He can send people along your path that give you wisdom, but it's truly up to you to listen to that wisdom or reject it. Don't blame your leaders for your problems when you didn't listen to what they had to input for you. I am not just talking about me. Any, any, any kind of spiritual leaders you have in your life or moms and dads, if they try to invest in you and, and, and pour into you, Don't blame them for your problems when you won't listen to the direction. All the struggles, the changes, everything it takes to finally complete a goal is so worth the reward. Why? Because when all is said and done, you've written this impacting story that will change lives. Our lives speak to people. What you give off, good or bad, speaks to people. We influence others by what we do and what we say. What's your heart's goal in your life? What roadblocks are stopping you from completing those goals? Whether it's for a strong marriage, whether it's children who love God, it's a career that you desire, what is stopping you this morning? And again, our roadblocks affect others around us. And sometimes we get this attitude of, This is too hard. You know, It takes too long. This is too much work. Again, if a writer did that in writing a book, then nobody would ever know how the story gets finished. Or if if a writer thought, no one's going to like this, or I'm not good enough, I'm a bad writer, that writer would never finish the goal because of those types of lies. And the same thing in our spiritual life, you are never going to walk in everything that God has for you until you get rid of those toxic thoughts that the enemy has put upon you. What if your roadblock's keeping you and your family from prospering, from being healthy as a family? Everyone, every one of us has influence. We have a sphere of influence. Do we have strong truth in our hearts that pushes out every lie the devil brings against us? There's a scene from Iron Man, and I was going to show it, but then Facebook would cut me off and all that stuff, but... Where he wakes up attached to a car battery and this device attached to him is pushing out the shrapnel in his heart. You know what our device is to keep that stuff out of our hearts and our minds? It's the Holy Spirit. We have the power of the Holy Spirit living in us as believers to push that garbage out and focus on what God says. John fourteen sixteen, and I will pray to the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. And the Holy Spirit is our helper. He's our comforter. And we always think, you know, the, the word comforter is someone who hugs us when we're sad, right? But as we sit in our couch or lie in our beds at night, snuggle beneath the blanket, that blanket brings comfort. He's my comforter. I put a blanket on or a comforter on me not just because I'm cold. I do it because it feels good. It feels nice. Right? It's a comfort. It, it's a nice feeling. The Holy Spirit is, is, is there when we feel sad or when we feel happy. He's there both times to bring comfort to us. He's a comforter at all times. What's blocking your heart from living the way you should? What's the roadblock right now in your heart, in your mind, that's keeping you from living the way that God wants you to live right now? If our praise team would come back up. And my other question is, are you allowing the Holy Spirit to drive out those lies, to drive them out and replace them with the truth of God's word? I want you guys to stand this morning. And I want you to close your eyes. Just for a minute. they begin to play softly. I just want you to just forget about stuff that's going on right now next to you. Just close your eyes and focus in on the Lord right now. I want you to think of any lie that you've believed. A roadblock that's been in your life for a really long time now. And I want you to ask the Holy Spirit to guide you and to bring the truth to that lie. If it's a memory or a word someone said to you, whatever it is, I want you to ask the Holy Spirit to help you remove that lie this morning. If it's a person you need to forgive, that's a roadblock. Unforgiveness is a roadblock that will keep you from your destiny in God. And you can act in your will and say, I choose to forgive so-and-so for whatever they did to you. And again, I want you this morning as we pray, as we sing, I want you to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal that lie, reveal it, and then fill it with the truth of God's word and who he is in you. Because you do not, you do not have to walk around. You don't have to keep running into the same roadblock over and over and over again. If you're in here and you're dealing with pornography, you don't have to keep going back to that lie from the enemy. If you're in here and you're struggling with addiction, you do not have to keep going back to that lie from the enemy to fulfill your life. If you're in here and you're an unbeliever, you don't have to keep going back to that lie that other things are going to fill my life You can speak truth that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And who I am, just like they saying I am who that he says I am. You can stand on that this morning. That I am a child of God. The King of kings and Lord of lords forgives me. And he loves me. And he has good things for my life. So, Father, right now, as we pray, as we sing, as we worship you, Father, Lord, I pray if anybody in here, Father, is running into a roadblock, Lord, that they would your Holy Spirit right now would bring that up into their mind, reveal that lie, and, Father, fill them with your truth this morning of who they are in you. Father, if there's somebody in here that doesn't know you, that doesn't know Jesus as their Savior, I pray they come this morning and let their life be completely changed by the power of the name of Jesus and the Holy Spirit who wants to live inside of them. Lord, I pray for freedom in this house this morning, Father, for people that are dealing with things, that are dealing with roadblocks over and over again. I pray for freedom. Whether it was something somebody said to them, God, I pray for freedom and for them to be in right relationship with you, God, in right standing with your word, And what you say Lord people can be cruel People can hurt us People can say things And Lord we attach ourselves to those And we believe those for years And years and years But God that is not your heart That's the heart of man That messes up sometimes Father So I pray right now that they can forgive What's happened to them If somebody said something And walk in freedom this morning I don't know who I'm talking to But I know I'm talking to some people in this room God They need to find freedom from the roadblocks that they've been facing in life over and over and over again. They can walk a different way when they leave this place today, God. Their mind can have clarity and peace. We pray this, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Would you come if that's you this morning? Just sing this out this morning. this morning, dealing with the roadblock, please come up, please come up. Thank you for the opportunity to be in your house together to encourage each other, Father. You are good. You are good. And your mercies endure forever, Father. We praise you. We thank you. Worship you. If you guys will just join me in prayer. Brian McKinney had to leave. His blood sugar got really high. So if you guys will just pray in agreement with me right now that God will move on that situation. Father, we just come to you right now. We lift up Brian to you, Father. We pray right now in the name of Jesus, that blood sugar comes back down, Father, where it needs to be. Holy Spirit inside of Brian right now, release and heal what needs healed in his body, Father. In the name of Jesus, we stand on your word. We come together in agreement that you are touching, you are healing him right now, Father. We praise you, Father. We worship you. We lift him up to you right now, God. Lord, and we are standing on your word. We are believing that you're moving in that situation right now in the name of Jesus. name of Jesus we praise you and we thank you for it right now. In Jesus name, amen. Amen. I also wanted to recognize Dale and Sharon Reese. They are celebrating 60 years of marriage right there. Gentlemen, Dale has all the secrets to a happy life with your wife. And ladies, Sharon has those same secrets to share with you about the happy life with her husband.